From Points Across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion Disneyland edition for the week of January 3rd, 2013. I'm your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined today by Wayne Toygo and our special guest, Jennifer Blazy, Senior Publicist for Knott's Berry Farm. Welcome, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Wayne, are you there, sir? I am here, sir. Thanks for inviting me today. Hello, Jennifer. Nice to talk to someone who at least uh, is somewhat associated with my past. That was quite a long time ago now. <laughs> that's, that's, that's Never mind. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> but once you've been on the farm, you're always part of the farm. Everyone here knows that. Isn't that the truth? That's that's part of the family that uh, you really grow attached to whenever you're uh, 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 in that environment. Absolutely. So you got some exciting stuff happening in 2013 over at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, some new attractions on the on the boardwalk. Yeah, actually, you know, we're probably the only theme park in Southern California that did open anything last year. <laughs> <laughs> We had to sit and watch, you know, you know, of course we had a whole land open, Cars Land mm-hmm. and Legoland and Universal and, and everyone opened up something, but that's okay because um, we're looking forward to this summer. Um, we are adding some new attractions to the boardwalk area of the park. Okay. And it'll actually, um, where the site of Perilous Plunge used to be, there'll now be three attractions there. Wow. Um, one is Coast Rider, which is a 52 foot high, uh, roller coaster. It's, um, in the industry, it's known as a kind of a wild mouse type of coaster. Okay. Um, there's a similar one um, at Disneyland and Legoland, mm-hmm. but this will be our first of this uh, type of attraction. Uh, we'll also have Surfside Glider, which are these. Um, how do you say Surfside Glider? There are these. Um, they're on chains, and they it goes around. It's a um, kind of a, a glider that you can control to an extent. There's going to oh, have wow. a got an operation that you can actually kind of maneuver them a little bit, um, and that we're really looking forward to. I've seen a similar type of attraction at Great America last summer, and people were really enjoying themselves on that. Um, it goes up 28 feet high. And so, so not 300? No, not 300. Uh-huh. Okay. Just 28. We don't want to talk about 300. 28 feet <laughs> high, and uh, we zip through. You kind of zip around in a circle and kind of get a bird's eye view at the boardwalk. Nice. And then Pacific Scrambler, which is actually um, a returning ride because it's something that we used to have, and its last location was the location where we now have Pony Express. So it's kind of been in storage, and we're bringing that back out and adding that to the lineup. Um, so basically, you know, what we... What we're trying to shoot for here is that, you know, Knott's is uh, really known for, you know, in the last couple of years for its thrill rides, and we pride ourselves on our accelerator and our silver bullet and our ghost rider. And we're also really well known for Camp Snoopy and all the attractions for the little ones. Um, but I think what we want to keep sure, we, we, we want to maintain that we're for families, mm-hmm. for everyone in the family. So sometimes there's that age group where you're, you're tweens, you're too old for Camp Snoopy, but you're really not ready for Ghost Rider. And these three attractions will all fit that bill, that it'll be something that uh, all the tweens can ride. Excellent. Do we have an ETA on those? We're looking at Memorial Day. Awesome. You're going to keep the boardwalk theming for this whole area? 
Yes, yes we are. And actually the, the water element that was under Perilous will be staying. And it'll, it'll be like Boardwalk Bay. And it, and we're trying to, these, these rides are kind of, um, you know, they're kind of a throwback to the old Boardwalk areas. And so, you know, the little coasters and the swing ride and stuff like that and the scrambler. So it kind of fits in really well with the whole uh, boardwalk theme. So, yeah, we're absolutely maintaining um, that theme in the area. One thing I like about knots is the value. Um, and I think we talk about this a lot on the podcast, what a great value knots is. Um yeah, we're we're still in January. You still have promotions going on. We still have our fire and police recognition days going through the end of the month. I I just love how you guys honor those people. Yeah, you know, it's um, Knotts is really very much a community player, mm-hmm. and um, whether it's the fire and law promotion or our military promotion, uh, we just finished our Toys for Tots promotion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know a lot of people who've grown up in this area really look at it as their hometown theme park. It's their, their park that they've grown up in. And, and being a, a community player, I, I really do think we go above and beyond as far as community service and mm-hmm. as far as discounts to community members. Um, you know, I think it's unsurpassed. And so some of the things that we, we're really proud of. Also, 2013, uh, Not Scary Farm will be back, I'm sure. Not Merry Farm will be back. All the exciting, fun things at Knott's Berry Farm. Yeah, you know, one of the things that we promote a lot um, because it's so affordable is our season pass. Mm-hmm. And you can get that really inexpensively. And, um, you know, the thing is, once you buy that season pass, you know, there's so much for the seasons, like you just said. So right. Even if you buy it in the summer and you maybe come once or twice during the summer, there's going to be a reason to come back for Halloween. Um, even, you know, daytime, the camp spooky area for the right. kids. And the park's all decorated. There's Mary Farm at Christmas. Um, we're working on a new spring event that I, it's not, I can't reveal it all yet, but we'll be coming out with it soon. But again, transforming the park for the seasons and bringing an overlay of like entertainment and special things to the park that really are different than the rest of the year. So it always gives you reasons to come back. And so that's why, um, you know, especially people are, you know, Thinking about, you know, what, you know, to give as gifts or to give friends, you know, it's just a really affordable way to, you know, have a great time year round. Well, and it's like, I, I think I told you earlier, it's, it's a great way to extend your Southern California vacation affordably. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I was just reading TripAdvisor today and I was getting a lot of comments about, you know, they come out from all over, from New Zealand. I was reading some from Australia and they said, you know, we thought we'd extend our stay and this was, we're so glad we did, and spending a day at Knott's was absolutely great. So I love when I hear that type of thing because I know people mostly, you know, when they come to Southern California, maybe your first thing is, well, Disneyland, but there's just so much to do in Southern California, and we are so close. We're 10 minutes from Disneyland. Right. There's just so much to do here as well, and sometimes I think we're, you know, the little undiscovered gem, the little thing that you don't know about, and you come here, and, you know, it's just, it's a lot of fun. Um you know, the, the other thing that we're looking at this year or we've done in this past year is really um, we have a new VP of foods and we're really upping our, our foods and our, our, our offerings in that regard um, as far as redoing some of the restaurant menus and special things that we're bringing to the park. Uh, for instance, we just, we're right in the middle of Mary Farm right now and our new VP of foods is from Canada and he's doing these hand-rolled, made-in-front-of-you maple lollipops. And he bought grade A syrup from Quebec, 
and they make them as they do. It's a tradition, I guess, in Canada where they, they pour the, the syrup on the ice. And, uh, of course, in Quebec, it's the snow. <laughs> Here we have we have our tubs of ice. And then they actually have to be exactly the right consistency. And then they put a stick in and they start to roll it up. And then you walk away with this fresh lollipop made out of maple syrup that was just made in front of you. And people are loving those kinds of things. So I tried it, one. It was great. <laughs> did you? Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm not a sweets person, but I, just, I do love maple. I really do. So that was just been a huge hit so you know it's little things like that again to keep you coming back you know there's always different food items there's always something new going on in the do, park wayne do you want to tell them not to mess with the bakery oh we 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 did a full <laughs> review of uh, what was going on at christmas and one of the things i talked about was just how wonderful the bakery is both the one outside in the marketplace and the couple that are inside Really, a lot of amazing items, especially when you consider that this is uh, a theme park bakery. Um, don't you dare get rid of those boysenberry turnovers. <laughs> no, absolutely not. And I think that that was the whole, when we got our new VP of Foods in, I mean, his whole thing was that, you know, I think when you come to a theme park, you know you're going to have a good time with your family. You expect to see some great shows. You expect to go on great rides. But you're always kind of like, well, when it comes to food, I might have to settle. I have to settle for whatever's there. And that's absolutely not what he wants to happen when you come to Nuts Berry uh-huh. Farm. And since we started with the chicken dinner restaurant, we really wouldn't even be here today without food. Because if it wasn't for the chicken dinner restaurant, there would have been no ghost town. There would not have been a theme park. So we really kind of all started with food. So I love the fact that we're coming back to our roots, really, and really putting an emphasis on that. And I'm a big foodie, so of course I love it. So whenever there's something new, I'm like, call me, I'm there, you know. <laughs> I'm trying it out. They have, we got, he started these, um, we actually make our own churros here, where most people, most theme parks, they buy them frozen, they heat them up. No, we make the batter here, we fry them here, and now we're stuffing them with different fillings. So like your raspberry, your boysenberry, your cream cheese are shot into the middle of these churros. And I don't know if you have one of those, but those are pretty incredible, too. Um, he's also got all – I love bread pudding, and there's all these new bread puddings that he's trying. I had a cream brulee bread pudding last week at the Ghost Town Grill, um, and uh, just, you know, just phenomenal stuff everywhere you turn. So, I've yeah. noticed that you are starting to use some of the inside park locations for special events, in particular dining events, but other special events as well, like what you did at Thanksgiving in the dance hall by having the big Thanksgiving buffet, and that was wonderful. Are you planning on continuing doing those kinds of special events in the park? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, they've, we have not only inside the park, you know, we have wilderness dance hall, we have the boardwalk ballroom, which is also um, being utilized for special events, private events. But also we've opened it up to some, like like you were saying, with Thanksgiving, which is open to the general public to go in. And I think you'll see more of those. You know, we are uh, playing with the idea of, uh, you know, a food and wine type of event coming, Ooh, moving no, forward. You caught my attention, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> moving forward, um, which, you know, we can utilize those areas for those types of events. So um, they're there. We're very lucky to have those uh, facilities. So absolutely making them the most of them is definitely in the future. Just want to move ahead with that. Excellent. Any other exciting things coming in 2013 at Knott's Berry Farm? Well, the other thing that I'm kind of excited about is that um, this year, uh, starting in January, 
Um, we will be having a multi-million dollar refurbishment of our classic log ride. Wow. Um, Ooh. Our, our log ride was actually the second in the country. Um, it was opened in 1969, and just prior to that, Bud Hurlbut, who actually designed the log ride and the mine ride here, had come to Walter Knott and, you know, there's this new concept of rides. It's this free-floating, that's hard to say, log. Um, and I would really love to build something like that here. And Walter Knott at the time said, well, I, I don't know about that. Um, let's think about that. And so while the whole uh, engineering of this ride got picked up and was opened in over Six Flags over Texas, so they were actually the first log flume ride in the U.S., but then Walter said, you know what, the next year, you know, a little after that, he said, yeah, I would like to go ahead with this, which really gave Bud Hurlbut a time to really figure out the ride, what he wanted to do. And unlike Six Flags Over Texas, he really wanted to make it an immersive, very themed type of attraction, not just, you know, a log going down a flume. So he actually um, designed it as a 19th century lumber camp and really themed it with animals and figures and um, it, it is now the only log flume ride, to my understanding, because Six Flags Over Texas now closed there. So now we are the oldest um, in the country. Um, but it really hasn't, it's really kind of needed our tender love and care. So we'll be doing a multi-million dollar refurbishment and adding new figures and updating the, the different scenes, uh, animated props and shows. And it's just going to be, it's going to be great. I'm very, very excited. Um, You're keeping the mountain, right? Absolutely. I mean, I think the mountain, between the Calico Mine Ride and the Log Ride, those are really, to me, the heart and soul and ghost town. That is not Sperry Farm. And, you know, I think a lot of people, that's what they identify as soon as they come here, and our cowboys and the train. And, you know, we absolutely want to preserve all of that and enhance it. So um, I'm very excited. That should uh, be opening also Memorial Day. Um, so we have that to look forward to as well. I am glad you brought up Ghost Town. I was going to ask you about that specifically. So many folks were so very afraid when the park went from the Knotts family to the Cedar Fair folks that some of the old traditional areas, in particular the Ghost Town area, which for most theme parks would be considered underutilized, and yet it has such an amazing nostalgia to it. Lots of fans were afraid that this was going to be one of the first areas to go. I know I, for one, am glad to see that it's been maintained. You're saying that we have that to look forward to for a while? Oh, absolutely. You know, I just think um, our new general manager, his name is Rafi Caprillion, and he's been with the company over 30 years, and he started out working for Bud Hurlbut. Um, he has a tremendous love and appreciation, and our new CEO of the entire company, Matt Wimet, also uh, totally appreciates the Ghost Town area. Um, this last summer, in fact, um, well, last year, last January, we celebrated the anniversary of our locomotives and our steam trains. And as part of that celebration, we uh, added some new character. We had brought back some characters, some characters that have been talked about in Ghost Town and had them as walk-around characters, um, performers playing them. And it was so much fun this summer to go out and see people interacting with, you know, the sheriff and with the saloon girl who's walking around and with the Annie Oakley type of, of character. And, you know, to me, that's really what makes your, your trip special to Knott's. I mean, you can build all the wonderful and, and big rides that you want, but I think what people come home and talk to their friends about was, you know, I went into the saloon and I played checkers with one of the cowboys. 
or, you know, I thought, you know, I got to dance for a minute with the saloon girl. I mean, those very unique, special experiences are what people take away. And um, seeing what we did here last summer with that, it only shows me more that how much, how important Ghost Town is and how we really need to preserve that area because it's a very unique experience. Excellent. I also am very glad that you are maintaining a relationship with the Peanuts characters. Snoopy's still around and very present in the shows and in the park itself. Um, is that relationship going well? It is. And in fact, people ask me, they say, well, you know, what did you have as characters before Snoopy? Because Snoopy's really come to be identified with knots and that's very farm and it's so funny because, you know, we've always had the cowboys and the can-can girls, but um, most people may not have known this, but we did try a walk-around character early on, <laughs> and um, it was his name was Whittles, and he kind of looked like Stinky Pete from Toy Story 2. <laughs> he, was a, he was a minor, and I have these old publicity photos where children are actually cowering from Whittles. <laughs> um, he's kind of large. He's not really that attractive. Um, he carries a big pickaxe you know, really um, wasn't it. And so I think one of the, the best things that the Knott family did was strike up this relationship with United Art, uh, United Syndicate and Charles Schultz to, and the Schultz family to bring the Peanuts characters here. Because, I mean, who doesn't love a fluffy dog? I mean, <laughs> seriously, when I go out with that guy, I mean, forget it. He is like a rock star. You know, you put him in a parade and people are screaming, Snoopy, Snoopy. I mean, it's just... Seriously, the guy's a rock star. So um, we're really happy that he's here. And actually, uh, next year we'll celebrate the 30th anniversary of Camp Snoopy here, so this coming summer. So, um, you know, tons of reasons uh, to come out this summer and, and celebrate and, and see everything that we knew we are going to have going here. I just don't see how you're able to get Snoopy on ice skates. That's truly a marvel. <laughs> He's amazing. I did a TV show with him the other morning, and I'm just watching him, and I'm like, I can't even skate, much less skate with feet like that. I don't know how he does it, but uh, very agile. Very, yes, you, you would not assume that from that dog, but he's just incredible. So, you know, good for him. Speaking of Snoopy, one of the great treats of going to Knott's is that amazing Charles Schultz Theater. Are you going to be performing anything this summer with that theater? Yeah, we'll have our ice show back, our summer ice show. We do a Christmas ice show and a summer ice show. And for those of people who have not experienced one of our ice shows, I mean, it's been a tradition here for years and years. But I remember growing up as a kid just being fascinated, not thinking that a theme park of this size would have such a professional show. And if you look at the size of the, the ice that these uh, performers are skating on, it's really small, actually. But the sets and the costumes and the music and their performances, you know, these are professional skaters, it's just amazing. I mean, people come in and they are just blown away. Um, our Christmas show right now, people are coming out and they go, I, I didn't even, I was going to say, we didn't even know you had this and this is just absolutely amazing, worth the price of admission in itself. And these are like 35 minute shows that we do, uh, both at Christmas and during the summer. And, uh, absolutely we'll be continuing that. There aren't too many theme parks around anymore that even have ice shows. No, not, not really. I, I can't think of a whole lot. So, um, uh, it's it's unique, and and the money that the Knott family put into and the, the effort to design that theater, I mean, it has a a curtain, a rain curtain 
We can also shoot uh, snow comes out for the winter show. Um, our Christmas show right now, they release doves from the back of the theater, and they fly on cue onto the stage. Um, it's just a beautiful, beautiful facility. So uh, and we use it at Haunt for a magic show. Ed Alonzo has been the uh, headliner there um, for the last couple of years uh, for Haunt. Before that, you know, Elvira, Wolfman, Jack have all performed there. So it's just a great facility, and I'm hoping we'll be doing even more in that facility. I understand years and years ago there used to be this wonderful water fountain show. Any plans to bring that back? You had to get that in, didn't you? Sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately, Sorry. that area where that water is no longer exists. So otherwise, I'm sure we would think about doing that. But that was a really good show. Absolutely. One of the one of the nice things about going to Knots for the evening is that in the past you have done a special pricing just for nighttime hours. Are you going to continue that this next year? Yeah, during the summer we have an after four price, and um, you can purchase that ahead of time online, or just show up here at the gate and ask for the after four pricing. And and absolutely, that will still be available. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't know about that, um, but it is a great deal. And during the summer, um, it's just a pleasant time to be out here. You know, the shops, the dining, um, you know, all the rides going. It's just, uh, it's actually preferable <laughs> for a lot of people, especially during the, the reason- month of August. The reason I called that out specifically is in Southern California, uh, especially, we have a number of folks who take vacation time and travel to the various Southern California attractions, and a lot of them drive in. And for the day drivers, if you reach your hotel in the afternoon, that makes nighttime activity at knots particularly attractive because you can get in on that special rate and experience knots at nighttime, which that's also pretty special. It really is, and I think one of the things that we always promote here is that um, knots is it makes fun easy. I mean, uh, not to say anything against our competitors. But sometimes it seems daunting to go to a theme park, you know, uh, the parking, the walking in, maybe a shuttle ride is needed. You know, everything here is fairly close. Um, the the parking's easy, getting into the park, um, you know, and I think that's why our season pass is so popular as well. You can just come spend a couple hours, see a lot, do a lot um, with not horrendous crowds and just have a really good time. So what we want is we want your visit to not speed. Not to be stressful, because I mean that's the last thing you want on a vacation <laughs> or at a theme park. And sometimes um, I think people have the perception that that's what it's going to be. But we try to make it really easy for you. What about the area around the marketplace and the surrounding area, even on over into um, the water park that's across the street? Any plans for changes or expansion in the marketplace area? You know, not at this time. I don't have anything to, to talk about yet. I'm sure it's, it, it is still a focus for us. You know, obviously, um, people come and just, you know, we have free, this is hard to say, free three-hour parking. So a lot of people just come to do shopping and dining in the whole marketplace area. And for some people, that's, um, you know, they like to do that all the time. So we're not, we're not going to change that as far as that goes. But as far as 
uh, maybe upgrading, expanding. There probably will be some things down the line. Um, you know, just in the last couple of years, people will come out here and not know that addition to the Chicken Dinner Restaurant, we also have a TGI Fridays out there. We have a Pink's Hot Dogs, which if anyone's familiar with Pink's, I mean, they're in L.A., downtown L.A., and you have to wait hours in line at times to get a hot dog. They're very famous hot dogs. And you can pull right up here, and we have a Pink's out here in front. And, uh, you know, you can enjoy that. So people don't know we have some of these these things out in the marketplace right now. And I'm sure there'll be additions in the future. But right now, um, it, it's probably going to be staying the way it is for a little bit. Cool. Sounds like it's a lot of excite- excitement coming in 2013 for Knott's. Yeah, I think it's going to be a really great year. Um, I'm really excited about it. I just I see nothing but great things for us. And, um, you know, I just want to invite everyone to come down. If you haven't experienced Knott's in a while, please come down and visit us. Um there's just so much to do, and there's just, as we said, I think at the beginning, there's just a great family feeling here, and it's, it's, I can't describe it. Um, I've worked here, and I've worked at other theme parks, and I, I love them all, but there's just something special and, and like home and, and, and like family about being here, and uh, um, I think, too, that, you know, because it was created by a family, um, you know, if you, if you look at the, the diagram or the layout of Knott's, it doesn't always make sense. <laughs> it's not like Disneyland with their separate areas uh, that really uh, are a little more cohesive. Some some times ours is not. You know, you can meander down a street, it becomes a dead end, or it turns over here. You don't know what you're going to come across. But I think that's the beauty of Knott's, and it's the organic way um, that it was created and how it was created by a family. And um, I think that's a great experience, something different when you come to Southern California. Excellent. Wayne, thank you for so much for joining me. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us. I hope we can do this again. Oh, I'd love to. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other segments this week, and of course we'll be back again with you next week. Thanks for listening. 